When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Doug Sprinthal, Andy Bear Bernard, Mike Gelfand. What could be but what a foursome. That's all I'm saying. I know. It's fearsome. A fearsome, foursome, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. A bilba. Blah, blah, blah. So you've been working like a dog. Is that the plan? You want to do a live spot? Yeah, let's do a live spot. Ladies and gentlemen. See, now it's going to be like I had Ray Scott on, you know, the first black head coach in the NBA. I he heard that. A, wasn't he great? Yeah. I love that guy. He's just a great. And he will not call me Tom. He will only call me Tommy. Tommy? <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> I can't call you Tom. I can't do it. I'm going to call you Tommy. <laughs> He's such a great guy. Really, really. What a talent. But uh, so here's Doug. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. I'm going to rip off a jingle from uh, Wisconsin ski area from the 19 late 1970s. Come to Walzer and have a good time. Remember Snowcrest? I don't. I do remember that jingle, but I didn't remember it was Snowcrest. <laughs> yeah, it was Snowcrest Mountain. Anyway, little. Uh, Come to Walzer and have a good time. Yeah. That's the plan? <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, that'd be really good, Doug. On That's a, a good serious one. note, we do have powertrain uh, coverage for its Walzer Care. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile free powertrain warranty. Comes no charge on all new cars and about 80% of the used stuff we, we uh, uh, sell. Major medical coverage for your engine and transmission. Includes the roadside assistance and towing and a whole bunch of other features. For more information, go to walzer.com and look for Walzer. Walzer Care. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant 
Hey, this is Brian Zepp. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. That, that is such an Andy thing to do. We're, we're off the air and we bring up some, I thought he died. And we go, that guy died. And he goes, oh, we're on the air. But anyway, don't worry about a thing. It'll be news, news to Peter. Okay. Oh, Speaking Kitty of which, Ivory. doesn't he know you're back. working? That you're working like a dog? No well, one cares. He thought you'd be even later than you were. Oh, please. <laughs> All Andy, right, how Gelfand. many times have I been late? to the show hardly ever i don't let think me it... let me consult my log I yeah, how many times has your time. dad been late <laughs> a few more <laughs> actually you know I, I that was tim ivory calling me we're going to play a little golf tomorrow i think but i thought for sure it was jesus Gelfan, you got to do something for me on this jerry hall's calling me for your number and i just <laughs> she just won't stop calling me she looks uh she looks pretty good yeah she doesn't look especially next to rupert murdoch she well looks, yeah that's true <laughs> jerry hall's going out with rupert murdoch oh, they are getting divorced oh they've been married for six years i guess i didn't how know. do they make it that long i have no idea separate vacations doesn't he look like the crypt <laughs> really keeper? long ones wow. i mean he's 91 i understand that yeah, but he's 91 he, years old well Ooh. you know there's 91 and there's 91 why like, get you, divorced? Know, you don't have to look dead at 91. Yeah. Why get divorced at 91? Don't you just wait it out? I know. I, that's the first thing I wondered when I saw they were getting divorced. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. But how old though. is she? She is only 65. What? She's 65, I suppose. Yeah, yeah she would be right. about 65. Well, she's huh? in my wheelhouse. Yeah, she. I, well, it's what she keeps telling me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, give me Gelfand's number. I said, oh, you know, I don't have it. From Mick Jagger to Rupert Murdoch to Mike Gelfand. To Mike Gelfand. There's the trifecta Boy, right a, there. there's a fall from Grace. <laughs> Grace who? Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what George Burns said about having sex at 90? Do you remember that? Oh, God. that was, I, I don't remember that. I remember him telling the joke, but I don't remember. It's like playing pool with a rope. With a rope. Yeah. It's like playing pool with a rope. That guy was funny. Yeah. 100 years old, man. Well, let me just tell you something. Yeah, he was wonderful. He was no doubt about it. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. I, um, yeah, it was rather interesting. Just kind of sat around for from six to eight today, kind of twiddling my thumbs. You're getting the. You were twiddling. sitting in here just, you know, just been bored out of your mind. You know what I actually did? And I'm not kidding you. I'll show you what I did because I had, I literally, over two hours. Cleaned all the mics? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. You see how far I walked this morning? Distance? Oh, wow. Seven miles. I walked seven miles while they were waiting, getting the equipment fixed. Nice. Oh, like, oh, I'm not just going to sit around and, pout, and pout about it. Hope you got plenty of uh, plenty of the good stuff on you. You need the, uh, you know, the, the, the SPF 50. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, some people some people get skin cancer and some don't. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's as genetic as much as anything. Is yeah. it really? See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I assume that was really true. I found out the hard way. You found, oh, you found out that you might be genetic in your pool? Yeah, I'm a, of course, once again, yet another pool where I'm on the bottom, <laughs> about to drown. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Well, I had to get a dysplastic mole removed from my back, even though I wear shirts all the time and don't go out in the sun. So, you got a twin shirt on today? I sure do. Got his Minnesota twin shirt on, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I picked it out in the dark 
out of a basket. <laughs> There's a guy who fell off the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. He absolutely did. It's, as I was saying to Doug, it's summer, and the Twins are in second place. Well, and, you know, it's the June swoon. Right again. on schedule. Right on schedule. June swoon. Oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. I hate it's baseball. It's early. It's early. It's not early. April, May, June. The season's almost half over. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really start following until after the All-Star break. It's just right. too long. That is a long Well, season. less heartbreak. That That's way. right. Yeah, you don't burst into tears constantly. The, the thing is, once a bullpen goes bad, it never gets better. Yeah, that is a fact. It's just an incremental problem. It is. It absolutely is. No question about it. So... Do you want to do a little news, a little information, find out what's happening in the world? Sure. You have a very special guest in the second hour, I so do. that's good. Well, don't give me that smug no, look. No, I'm not being smug. Yes, Tom, I, <laughs> I attract all the good ones. He's Peter's an interesting character. We've become friends over the last couple of years. And Peter's he's, a good uh, guy. He's really very incredibly creative and... Really positive, but I learned something about him, and I'm not going to tell you. It's a good, a good enough story that I'll wait till he's on the podcast. All right, works for me. Owner Alice Bernejo tells ABC7 one of the workers immediately notified Bermejo's husband of something, told the employee to call the cops. A uh, woman turned in her Grubhub order, and it said, "Please call the cops. I'm being held hostage." The Grubhub? Oh, okay. The wow. person who was buying the Grubhub. Well, here you go. Usually in the additional instructions field on Grubhub orders, customers spe- uh, specify food allergies or ask for extra condiments. Cops say for the one New York area, uh, New York City area woman, that section on the app became a place for her to plead for help and uh, help to lead her to rescue. ABC7 reports that an order came in around 5 o'clock in the morning on Sunday to the 24-hour Chipper Truck Cafe in Yonkers. With an order for a breakfast sandwich and a burger, but along with the food request was that were additional instructions. The cause workers to stop. Please call the police. He's going to call. He's going to call me when you delivered. Come with the cones, please. Don't make it obvious. The hell's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's but a good question. Okay, I'm going to read this again. Well, she was anxious. Yeah, you yes, I would text be. with a broken nose. Apparently, please call the police. He's going to call me when you delivered. Come with the cones, please. Don't make it obvious. Hmm. What to have the police with you? I don't know. I, it's. Maybe it's she thought she was writing. He's going to kill me. I would assume something that's like that. that. Yeah, he's going to kill me and say, "See, he's going to call me." Yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty amazing because nobody ever reads my special instructions. Right, I do. I'm yeah. the one guy on earth. And and they always consist of just two words: no mayonnaise. Yeah, well, they the should know by now. Yeah. Hold the lettuce. How many Jews have letters. to tell them they don't want? I mayonnaise? know. You should see the name and and know instant instantly. You know, it's, McHoward Gelfano. Yeah. Probably still think you're Italian. There's a uh, Martin Mull movie years ago. It wasn't great, but it was a sketch comedy, The History of White People in America. Oh, yeah. And there was a scene where an entire fam- Episcopalian family ran out of mayonnaise. <laughs> hey, I'm out of mayonnaise. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> well, I'm out of mayonnaise, too. <laughs> you know, a, lot of, a lot of Episcopalians oh, like yeah, out of mail. Yeah. Well, if they have a supply, Miracle whip, supply chain shortage there. Yeah. Do you think... My my deal comes from the fact that I grew up in a black Jewish and Catholic neighborhood that I don't eat mayonnaise. I don't really like mayo either. It might be genetic then. It's okay, but I don't love well, it. Well, I grew up, of course, in a house with no mayo. Right. But uh, 
I really, really learned to hate mayo. To have, I, I never had like a phobia about it. Right. Until the day that we were uh, we were we were taking the train to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to see my grandparents. Right. Okay. Because my dad at the time worked for a little railroad, so we got to take trains for free. What do you mean your dad worked for a railroad? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a public relations guy I for never Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Peoria Railroad. I did not know that. Yeah. You may remember their their office. Well, their office was in like the uh, what was I can't trying to remember the name, but it was an office building uh, on Franklin Avenue, uh, just just like a, a little bit east of Nicollet. You remember there was a on the right side as you were going east. There was a yeah. It's called yeah. the it was called the Franklin Porno Theater. <laughs> it was right there. It was not quite, but <laughs> it was well, actually it was down on Eleventh. Anyway. <laughs> That's on the left. So, so anyway, so so uh, we uh, we were taking the train, and uh, you uh, you switch trains in Fort Dodge, and at Fort Dodge they bring on the the diner car. Well, the diner car didn't get there. Now you got to remember, this is like 1955. I'm five oh, okay. years old, All right. and and the, the train system was already going to hell, and uh, God, so, so this very nice woman. Uh, heard me complaining. You know, obviously, I was complaining. I was born to complain. Yeah, well, there is that. I was complaining to my mother. I was getting kind of hungry. And this woman was so nice. And she, she said, well, you know, you can have half my roast beef sandwich. And I'm thinking, all right, now we're talking, right? Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh, well, it, it, here it comes. It wouldn't have occurred to me no. that the white poison would be on the sandwich. <laughs> the white poison. I, mean, I thought that I was me. <laughs> well, I thought I was the white poison. Well, the times you have been. The yes. times, yes. yes. Okay. Yes, but uh, I didn't start that. So um, I didn't start that. Any, anyway, so, you know, uh, yeah, it just didn't occur to me. So I, I took a bite, and all of a sudden, you know, there was this, this horrible white paste choking me. <laughs> and and I, I yes. shrieked in pain and misery. And oh, really? Shock. Oh, it was traumatic. Oh, I bet. Spit it out. My mother, of course, was, you know, pretended that, that she was very disappointed in me. Of course. Inside, she was proud. Of course. And... Uh, and that was it. That was probably the last time, you know, that I ever had. Ta- really tasted mayonnaise. Well, probably not because you know it was, there's a the oh, thing is if there's a little like bit that. in tuna salad. Yeah, that's fine. But but yeah. this thing was the only word I can use, and it sickens me to the day is slathered. Yeah. Well, let me put a it lot this: of people way. do that. Chuck Knapp, you remember Chuck Knapp, sure. Knapp and Donuts, KS95, sure. met his house one time. He goes, "Hey, you want a sandwich?" I said, oh, I, I, "Actually, I, I just ate." I was so lucky I had just eaten. <laughs> he brings out your Texas toast. Yeah. That stuff says about an inch and a half thick. It's got two slices of that. Then he slices up about six chunks of Velveeta cheese. Oh, God. And puts on about an inch of mayonnaise. So Chuck was a pothead? <laughs> uh, maybe. That's a possibility. Well, because I can't oh. think that that would be appealing to anybody if they weren't stoned. Otto's had to have eaten that thing. Oh, what are you going to say? I'm not eating that. Well, Thank God, I just ate. And the weird thing was that uh, in, in our house, we, we, there always was Velveeta. Really? In the oh, refrigerator. God. Well, look, we, we weren't gourmets. No, know? that's true. We lived on Creighton Avenue. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I grew up thinking Velveeta was cheese. Well, I did too, though. Yeah, you're right. well, sure. I mean, isn't cheese. it Colby Swiss and cheddar blended all together? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> no, I think it was all plastic. I think it's vegetable oil <laughs> yeah. is what yeah. it is, yeah. And and you know how, but but the thing was, it didn't get that that wolf really never ever got eaten. 
you know, there was always some left over. Oh, yeah. So it would always turn green before the whole thing had been eaten. Yes. <laughs> you, you can picture it, though, can't you? The green Velveeta loaf. You know what's amazing to me about that? By coincidence, I have a lot of coincidences in my life. I really do. I'm, I went home between shows today just to hang out for a little bit. And I looked over and I bought, they, they have these brioche buns you can get now. They come individually wrapped mm. in, in a big bag. They're just delicious. Mm. And I just looked over and went, man, that's been there for a while. Yeah, I went over, looked at them. They're in beautiful shape. I mean, they just look great and all the rest of it. They expired on May 31st. Wow. It's like, well, how did that work? See, now, if it's medication, that wouldn't bother me. Yeah, I suppose. But, yeah. you know, I mean, if I, if I got a little Dilaudid and it happens to expire, I'm not going to, like, turn Dilaudid down right. just because it's a few weeks too old. I understand completely. But if it's food. Yeah, I'm not big on that eating expired food deal. No. That's no, no thing. Do they do they make that a couple of days early just to make sure they cover their ass? Oh, yeah, I would assume they That's do. That's what I'm well, thinking. Well, there's usually two dates on it. It's a, there's a oh, sell-by date and mm-hmm. then a use-by use yeah. date. Oh, is there really? Yep. I don't even know not that. a lot of stuff. If you look at a gallon of milk, it's usually on there. You know, like things like malted milk balls. I just never seem to get to the expired date. I don't know what happened. You know, so, yeah. A little chocolate. And and I think you know many of us have have uh, happily digested a candy bar we got from the dollar store, only to find out it expired like three years oh, ago. Oh yeah. yeah, was there it's any all like, white and chalky? Yeah, white and chalky. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> whatever goes on in chocolate turns it all powdered. Yeah, indeed, that's a bad sign. It's all true. Oh, and by the way, so I leave the house, and the, the people that clean our house every other week were there, and I'm leaving the house, and they said, Catherine, we heard you're going to go away for the weekend. She goes, actually, I'm, I'm leaving for five days, and then points to me. Like, I'm the reason she's leaving. I get to get away from him for five days. She was all excited about that. It's like, thanks, honey. Are are you two having some kind of uh, problem these days? No, God, no. She's better every day. Mike, I'm not kidding you. I love that woman more every day. She is just, but I think the reason I love her so much is that she once in a while goes, you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. I do. Yeah, works. I just remembered you. She was on your case about a month ago. I don't remember what that yeah, was Yeah, what the hell about. was that all about a month ago, Andy? What was that? You'd remember. She was on me about something, but I don't remember what it was. Snorting Coke? Nah, I've only done that once in my life, and it did nothing. You know that I snorted Coke one time, and it was in a country where it was legal. I'd like to point that out. Really? What There's country no was place, that? But then, no, I'm just saying. <clears throat> Afghanistan? Not yes, country, county. Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. Did absolutely nothing. I huh. think it's a some kind of a you know acquired taste or something probably that's what i I was thinking because i had the same experience did nothing did nothing no same thing with lsd i did lsd once when i was a teenager nothing happened Ooh, you must have done it wrong that stuff was pretty strong it was but i what it was in in a tablet or not a not a what did it know a blotter a blotter Blotter, a little piece of paper a little piece of paper all my friends and you know in the late 60s when we were just getting out of high school they all dropped acid yeah not me no, I just I did it once and it was like ah, this is boring. Well, I, well I, I didn't I didn't object to it philosophically, but you know when you're pretty sure you're very unstable. Yeah, where did yeah. it come yeah. from? Uh, it's scary if you yeah. yeah if you right. wonder you've got something lurking under the surface, you never know. No, that is very yeah. very true. You didn't want to start seeing things, is that what you're saying? I, you know, the things I saw were bad enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you take it and say it didn't affect the swirling colors I normally see at all? Yeah. And I, I remember a bunch of my friends, they had dropped, they had dropped acid, 
and uh, they were over at my uh, my friend's house. This, we had we had a friend who lived on uh, Mount Curve Avenue. Oh, sure, yeah. fancy, beautiful. His dad was a professor. Are you talking about the one in Minneapolis, the same part? Uh, well, either way, it'd be pretty good. Yeah, but this yeah. one was in Minneapolis. Yeah, okay. so it was a it was a big mansion, mm-hmm. and all I remember is uh, there was one of the guys. Who uh, who I always thought was a little unstable. Meaning, <laughs> Why'd you look at me when you me, said that? Meaning a lot. Um, all I remember is that there were like seven guys and they were sitting around, very mellow, you know, drifting kind of. And then this one guy was running frantically up and down the steps of the mansion, yelling red red light, green light. All I see are faces. All I see are faces. Yeah. I don't remember that part of it. No. Well, I, uh, no, I I didn't either. And. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened to the guy, but I hope he's okay. Mm, after how many years is this now? <laughs> well, it's you can do the math. <laughs> it's been a few years, so it's we're hoping he's still okay. Mike, yes, absolutely. I mean, I haven't heard anything to the contrary. Well, that's good. See, I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up with a bunch of guys. They, you know, pot, yes. Yeah. But I didn't even like to smoke pot because I didn't like to inhale. I quit smoking when I was very young. I yeah. smoked from the time I was like 11 to 19 or something like that. Well, see, it was the same with me. And, yeah. And I didn't start at 11, but I started about 14 because, yeah. after all, I went to school on the university campus. Oh, that'll do it. It was all over the place. Yep. And, uh, and I thought it was fine. But um, the day that I, wa- I was 18, the day I walked into the Minnesota Daily Office, and in my mind became a journalist. Oh yeah, that was it for me. No cigarettes ever no, again. No beer, no no pot, nothing. Nothing. No, which in retrospect was a terrible mistake. I was going to say that's probably <laughs> what ruined your career as a journalist. <laughs> well, my career <laughs> did pretty so? well. It was it was the merger that ruined my career as a journalist. Oh, mergers do, don't they? Yeah, the mergers took are their just toll. Real. They certainly have taken their toll over the years. But I have a question for you guys. I asked Andy this question earlier. Because I, I, I don't go on social media, even though I guess I do have something on Facebook and I do have, I think, one post on Twitter or something. Mm. I just don't go on it because... Do it if he's Truman. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I find out that 60% of all postings are from bots. Oh, yeah. Well, that is like not that for a long good time. news. Well, the general rule has always been 5 to 10%. Well, now yeah, it's 60%. It's much higher but than that. I guess it would depend also on the site. So does that mean, Mike... He's talking about Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. But then yeah. that's well, they basically that's what they've always said is at five percent, which probably you could say it means ten percent. Which and it's actually that's 60%. what they've always said. And, and yeah, but why would they be honest? Is the thing. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, the only reason they'd be honest is if it could be proven by you know other by real experts. Can well, they I, prove the, that? Well, the reason they have to be honest now is because if they sell him a product oh, where sixty yeah. percent of the you know posts are bots. Yeah. Even though they said ten percent, yeah, that's fraud, and he right. could destroy them. And one of my too. pet peeves is when people say, "Well, it averages between ten and fifteen percent." Okay, so it averages twelve and a half percent. Just yeah, just pick one number. Good. Yeah, you can't have an average that's also like you're a guessing. range. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could say point. it's an average with a high variance, right. but yeah, or it it's approximately. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't have anything to do with Twitter because of an edict by my children. Oh really? What's they don't the know me. Well, they apparently think that I I might say something uh, untoward, that perhaps Tell my them emotions. It's a bot. I know, I know. Well, you know, but I but I do I do see tweets from a lot of people. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I mean, 
personally, I've never seen a tweet that looked even the faintest bit suspicious. Oh, really? <laughs> because I know all the people, you know, or know well, all so of them. that's good. Yes, that's good. But, but that doesn't mean it's not there, but... Well, the bots are mostly used to like, retweet, that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, if you want someone's post liked a lot, you just buy 100,000 likes, they'll go like it, that sort of thing. You never notice the bots are there they can do that. How yeah. is that legal? They've been doing that since the very beginning. <clears throat> I know, but you're mm. driving people to buy things by lying. Well, then no one's really buying anything. It's kind of the secret of my automotive your automotive career marketing success <laughs> that's not that good never mind let's move on to another <laughs> subject Sally, because you know no i just kind of wondering so basically if i have a a an ice cream store and there's another ice cream store down the block from me can i buy bots to attack his store uh yeah that is horrible news yeah, you can have mm-hmm. yeah people ratioing the other one they call it oh um, god there's always Yelp, too, so you don't yeah. even have to... Oh, yeah, they've been doing that on Yelp since uh, decades that, before Twitter. That is so filthy, so Facebook. you can't compete. Yeah, Facebook, same way. I mean, I learned the other day that all those Russian women in bikinis who I've been friending, apparently they're not authentic. What the See, what, hell? That's interesting, because apparently I need... Uh, ED medication, but there's still all these beautiful oh, yeah. Romanians. Yeah. That well, they just assume that you're taking the medication. Maybe that's it. Oh, and that's I get, it's a synergy. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, and, and, you know, of course I get Luke, all he the... Look, he's taking all, blue pill. <laughs> I get all the, the spam the stuff, you know. And, oh, and, that's all I get is spam. Yeah, that's and, all I and yeah. They're, they're trying to sell me, you know, ED medication. They're trying to sell me, uh, you know, uh, like a mail order brides. Yeah. They're trying to sell me penis extensions. Sure. And I don't mind. I don't mind the the, uh, you know, I don't I don't mind the uh, what I consider to be an invasion of my pro- privacy. Mm-hmm. What I mind is that they know so much about me. I know they got it nailed. Ah, I tell you. You know, they're, they're looking at me phones. through my phone. Uh, exactly. <laughs> How do they know it's so large? That's what I'd like to know. Oh God! What a so what a, is the Twitter must deal dead? I haven't. No, followed it I think it's going through because oh, really? they actually admitted that the sixty percent of the posts are bots. They wouldn't have admitted that if they weren't trying to sell it. Exactly, because it's gonna. If he doesn't buy it now, I honestly I think their site might be ruined. Well, he's just using it, you know, as one as one excuse to get the price way down. Yeah. And, Absolutely, yes. And obviously with the price of the stock now, it's it's never going to go forward at the at what he offers. No, 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 you're right about that. Well, I mean, if it is 60% bonds, then its price was artificially inflated anyway, you could argue. Yeah, so that's true. It, let's see. Yeah, two days ago, there are still three issues that need to be resolved before the acquisition. $44 billion right now. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them I know is, is Tom Bernard really an asshole? They have to come up with that one because... <laughs> So are those bots doing that to me? No, those were actual real. Okay, those I are the forty percent. I didn't see that people. coming at all, there, <laughs> Buster Brown. I'll tell you that. Kind of left it open. I did. There's no question about it. Uh, oh, now this is interesting. You, you've been talking about this because we're talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter, and this was just posted uh, this morning. Elon Musk says new Tesla factories are burning cash. I read that. Yeah. Oh, you read it. So what's it all about? He called them billion-dollar furnaces or something like that. Oh, so he's he's trying to uh, yeah, gigantic money furnaces. Trying to get the the workers to take a fifty percent pay cut. Oh, that you think that's what it is? Well, knowing Elon Musk a little, knowing about him, you don't become a billionaire by cutting a lot of checks. No, no, I suppose that's true. Well, how is it? I mean, I thought they were selling like crazy. 
How are they burning money? I don't are they, they not selling like crazy anymore? <clears throat> no, they're bo- selling as they're selling them as fast as they can make them. They just can't make them fast enough. Well, like, so that's like, what it is. Like Supply, all manufacturers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they, he, basically, issues. the factories are just sitting idle for a lot yeah. of the time. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So they're built for higher production, but they just right. don't have the ability to do that. I just skimmed the article yesterday, this morning. I can be honest with you, and I'm looking at this picture, and he's talking about this, talking about that. If I, you know, he's worth what, two hundred and fifty billion dollars, something like that, on a quarter a of a trillion. Yep. I got to be honest. If I had one billion. You'd never see me yeah, again. No, I would stop existing. I don't even know if it'd be a billion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. even. No, yes, exactly. Yeah, ten million. I'm good. I'm gonna buy an island. Goodbye. And yeah. I'm going to launch that island into space. Uh, it's like, you know, what what can you do with two hundred billion that you can't do with a billion? Well, that's true. And what can you do with a billion point. that you can't do with ten million? Uh, well, maybe. There's that's a, there's a big difference there. <laughs> guess, that's a gigantic difference. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why these people who have all this money want to be so noticeably famous. In other words, don't mm-hmm. I don't want you knowing how much money I got if I'm that rich. Do you, I mean, you want people to know when you have that much money? Yeah, those people do. Why? Uh, it's a, I don't know, it's an ego thing. I guess yeah, like probably. This, but the thing is, if you're not a narcissist, it's hard to understand. Both Berlin and Austin factories are gigantic money furnaces right now. He said it's like a giant roaring sound, which is the sound of money on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy worth $240 billion. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. He's, he's suffering mightily. There's no question about it. I'll be fingering the rosary beads for him tonight. God, that's phenomenal. Isn't you that got what a people do with now. rosary beads? Yes, they finger them. Yes, exactly. So. And what do, you do, what, what do you do with the rosary? Uh, you, uh, I, um, I don't know. Is it Our Fathers? Is it Hail Marys? What is it, Mike? Uh, well, our Fathers, Hail Marys. I, I, I would say Hail Marys. Well. But I don't really know. That's just my football right. training. It's a trick question. <laughs> it is a trick question. I think it's actually it's both. both. It's it both, both, yes. Yeah. It depends it on which bead you're on. Yes. No question about it. Well, I didn't know rosaries <laughs> were a Catholic-only thing until I was like 20. Yeah. I thought it was just like every Christian did the rosary. Well, and uh, guitar players and metal bands. Well, yeah, of course. you got to get the, imi- the imagery. Cool somewhere yep. for some reason. Oh, yeah. You know what i got to do? i got to introduce you to my agent. I have a New York agent. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of you yesterday when she, she called me and we were talking. Her name is Heather Cohen. I like her already. You like the Cohen part, but not the Heather part? Well, you know, we'll just say it's So she's of- half and half. No, and her brother's name is Sandy, after Sandy Koufax, I bet. Nice Jewish boy. Sandy Koufax, the guy who claimed he was at the synagogue, and so he couldn't pitch during the World Series. That's right. He wasn't at the synagogue. No, he was not. (laughs) You're right (laughs) about that. But that doesn't make him a cool guy. I mean, that doesn't make him an uncool guy. But Heather, you would love her because basically it's, okay, Tom, here's the deal. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Okay. Yes, dear. Uh, You'd love her. She's she's terrific. But. Boy, you know, I miss that business. I was going so well. Then came the recession. The recession ends, and you know what happened? There's like, there's like a younger nerd in town. No, and I lost can't all be. the nerd business to a younger nerd. Oh, Jesus, this is not fair. Well, it happens. Just not fair, Michael. Are you it, still doing voiceover? No. Does anybody anymore? That, well, you know, really. I, was, I was just talking about that to, to someone the other day, and it's like, I don't hear any of the voices I used to hear. No, not no. at all. I mean, I don't even either. Oh, don't you don't either? No, they've all been, uh, they all change every, you know, 20-something years. They do change a lot, that's yeah. true. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you hear the, in the, in the, in the, in the big spots, as you know, the network spots, 
it's like, oh yeah, well there, there's Gene Hackman. Yeah. There's the whatever his name is, the Wonder Years kid who does all the car mm-hmm. commercials. John Hamm now. Oh, Christ, and, and John Hamm. He's on right? every commercial now, for yeah. Christ's sake. So that kind of makes it tougher for, for real voiceover people. So I shouldn't take it so hard that the local uh, news organizations destroyed my voiceover career? <laughs> I shouldn't take it as harshly as I used to? Uh, no, you should take it pretty hard. I would hope I, so. I take it pretty hard that I lost my nerd business. That pisses me off you lost your nerd business. Well, I knew it was going bad when all the scripts would say nerd, and then like they started saying loser after that. <laughs> so, yeah, you knew you were on your way out I then. was on decline, and, and I knew it. Were you in the studio the day that, oh, what the hell's your name, the, the, the woman in, uh, that Rodney Dangerfield was trying to date in, oh, was it Back to Class, was that the name of it? What uh, the hell Sally was it? Kellerman. Sally Kellerman, yeah. Were you in the studio when she came in that one time? No. I think Jarl Olson was producing. Oh, I thought you were there for some reason. I don't think so. I think I would have remembered that. She comes rushing in, and she's yeah. just flustered and frustrated, and she's late, and yeah. she slams her purse down. Yeah. And, oh, I'm so sorry, gentlemen. This is just unforgivable that, that I'm this late, but it, it's not my fault. I want you to know. I just we got I got in a little fender bender and it just took forever and this man hit my car and it just it just took forever and I said, well did he recognize you? She goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she she was so flustered until I mentioned, did he know you? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Don't you love that about actors? Oh, uh, they're great, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I have friends who are actors. Yeah, I but, do too. But they're not. Luckily, they're not like superstars, so they're okay. They're still normal. They're still pretty normal, yeah. I'm I mean, glad to hear that. They still, they still, you know, like from year to year, go from you know one boat to another. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back with that second pot. Dan Chesky's here from Dan Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dance Outside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. 
You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. You think I should do my classic introduction? Why not? Uh, Christ, Peter Borg's here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your classic? I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> That's a classic intro. Oh, right Christ, there. here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> we but, do have to re- record a commercial, and I wrote parts. Oh, you want to do it now? You, if you want to, it might be fun. We can do it now. Oh, I, people like it when we do live right. commercials. Record them and do all that great so, stuff. So you have a script for every one of us. I do. It's a thirty-second spot uh, announcing the. Well, how the hell do we all get what? What? Huh? How the hell are we going to do that? What we're going to record a commercial. Uh, hopefully, I assume everybody can Andy, read. They gave you the hook here. I, I don't see your name on here anyway. I'm on here. No, I'm talking about Andy. I'm sorry. Shit. Well, somebody's got to actually do the work. You can do five people in one thirty-second commercial. commercial. Well, every, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Like, you get six seconds. That's what you get. All right, All whenever right. we're ready. Roll ahead. That would be Gelfand. We ready? Okay. Yeah. I'm Mike Gelfand, and I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm Peter Bourne from Dickman Moving Company. Hey guys, welcome. <laughs> what are you doing on the Fourth of July? Now. Probably sit in a dark room somewhere, but I'm definitely not going to Walzer. Yeah, me neither. I know Walzer for me on the 4th, that's for sure. I think I'll be poolside with Turtle Dove and the grandkids. I want. That's nice. It's missing a fucking apostrophe. I know, but there's an actual word want. There's a reason for the apostrophe. Do I need to correct all four of them, or can we just <laughs> no, do this? No, that's fine. Okay. I just I should have pre-read it because I didn't get see Get the that razor part. blade and cut Sorry, it. I'll start over. Let's try it again. Mike, you are you were brilliant. Thank you. Oh, I, I thought so, too. I thought yeah, it was one of my best performances. Mm, mm. <clears throat> all right, we're ready? Mm-hmm. I'm Mike Gelfan. And I'm Tom Bernard. And I'm Peter Bourne from Dickman Moving Company. Hey, guys, welcome. What are you doing on the 4th of July? Well, I'll probably sit in a dark room somewhere, but I'm definitely not going to Walzer. Yeah, me neither. No, Walzer for me on the 4th? Uh, no, that's for sure. I think I'll be poolside with Turtle Dove and the grandkids. I won't set foot in any Walzer store on the 4th. Aha! You can't, because all Walzer stores are closed on the 4th of July. You can still shop online, however. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Perfect. Nailed That's it. Good enough. All right. Well, yeah. KQ you know, Doug is a bitch to work for. Yeah, 33 is good enough. <laughs> they owe me extra time anyway. Some yes, people it do. is like, you know, if it's a, uh, oh, you know, God. we're recording a 60, not a 60 and a half, you know. Yeah. yeah. God, know. 59.9. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hubbard's like that. Oh, it's only 59. I said, you guys can keep the extra second. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. You can take the extra. Or you, you do go. have modern technology where you can stretch it out, stretch yeah, and bit. shrink it, and keep mm-hmm. the tone the same. I literally have been trying to not watch any news whatsoever, national news, you know, obviously. Local news still not too bad. I don't run into a lot of people lying their ass off on the local news, but this national news, how do they think that people, I suppose, do people actually fall for that? They must, because if they didn't, they'd stop doing it, right? I used to, I got a, I 
watched Laura O'Donnell for six months, and I finally I can't watch her anymore. I, I like her, mm-hmm. but it's all this hand-wringing about yes. everything. Yes, like, that's yeah. exactly God, what I'm just, talking about. Everyone's just constantly worried about the state of everything in the world. It's, it's like, just overly dramatic. And, and just, yeah. just because democracy is probably a thing of the past, why should people get upset about that? Democracy's well, been a thing of the past since America started. Well, <laughs> so it's really without it for thousands of years, we can I think it's accelerating, it. but... Uh, why do you think democracy's going away? Why? Because we're a nation of assholes and idiots. That's very true. Good answer, Mike. Good answer. But we, we were when we started. But no, no, no. I think Mike is right. I think we're getting dumber because of social media. Oh, we're social. definitely getting dumber. We are. There's no question. Once once you say that, you know, lies are better than truth. Yeah. And stupidity is better than intelligence. Yep. Yeah, you're going to get a lot dumber. Well, as I said many times, we are, you know, we are now in the age of unenlightenment. Yep, we are. And it's all about money, isn't it? At the heart of it, yeah, yeah pretty much. Mo- well, money, power money. comes into power. Is, I yeah, think well, more. power is money, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, money is power. Money is power. Yeah, I did, I did say that backwards. You're absolutely sorry right. Sorry about that. Yeah, why don't you make a little more noise while I'm, I'm trying I to deliver an important, an important I'm statement here? Yeah, that I'm not flawless. No, I, but Mike, I do have a hard time with that. I watch the news and go, no one's going to believe that. And you go, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, yeah. they are going to believe that, aren't they? Just scratch your head. Well, how mm-hmm. can people actually walk away? It's like this doesn't. Calculate. Yeah, it is so. Amazing. I actually find it funny. The Jewish space lasers and stuff like that. It's like actually, Jewish space lasers. Pro- I don't know this one. Well, yeah, that oh, was yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, who the hell are you? That, are you guys opening fire on Uncle Tommy? No, they were. She was claiming that was a California wildfire. Yeah, that's like right. Started exactly. by lasers. Globalists Jewish, with Jewish, Jewish space, space lasers. lasers. You Gelf. And you know, you know who was at the base of it all. You know who who, who was the culprit. The culprit was oh, what's that heavy set guy from New York? He's in the con- Congress, Jerry no, Nadler. No, this is the, damn it. This is the guy that that the neo Nazis always turn to when they want to say the Jews did it, but they don't want to say the Jews for some reason. Okay. So they just say one particular Jewish. George person. Soros. George Soros. Yeah. I didn't even know he was Jewish. I know he's an asshole. Well, that I do know. He's but. a hedge fund guy. Yeah, but you he's know. buying influence, and I don't like that at all, Mike. When you can buy that much influence, it makes me They nervous. all buy influence now. Well, I know, but they not realize that realize they can, but so the they do. But the thing is, George Soros gets poorer every year. Poorer? Poorer, more poor. Does he really? More impoverished. He doesn't, obviously, not impoverished, but he's giving his money away. Yeah, in the way that Bill Gates is, is on the poorhouse exactly. door. Well, I don't know about Bill Gates. Is he, he's, he, he's, he gives a lot of money away. He's so a lot of money. St- he's, well, not enough. But you guys don't understand that they're not giving it away. They're buying influence with all that money. Uh, well, right, they're buying something, and it, a lot of them are. But then there are yes. some who are, you know, Gates is spending a lot of money to eradicate malaria in Africa. I don't know yeah, that that really thing. gives him. It's a good. It's a great thing, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really so why buy him wife, a lot of influence. Why does his wife hate him then? Well, they're divorced because he was playing around. That's what I'm saying, right? There. I'm not saying he's a perfect <laughs> Here, person. look over here while I'm doing this over I, here. Why would she hate him? She got all that money, and now she doesn't have to deal with it. That's true. It's a good That's point. a gift. But She's then I a... made the same argument once. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> she well, went to uh, Duke with my, with my little no. sister and my brother-in-law. They're all Dukies. And a friend of my brother-in-law. Don't say that in front of me. Dated, you know what Dukie means? I in know the, what it means. They're all Dukies. <laughs> my God! A friend right, of my brother-in-law's dated her, and they were at a dated reunion. who? Uh, Melinda Gates. Oh, really? When she was, she's from Texas. All right. Yeah. And uh, they were at a reunion 20 years ago, and my brother-in-law goes, "Hey, Mike, do you? Yeah, that 
Melinda Gates, do you think she ever thinks about... Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Yeah. You might be right about that. We uh, have Chris from Fairbanks on the phone. Chris up in Fairbanks, Alaska. What do you think of that? How you doing, Chris? It must be nice and cool. Um, well, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Marvelous. Is it nice and cool? Uh, it's a cloudy day, but it's probably going to be in the mid-60s or something. But we just had about, I don't know, five weeks, six weeks straight of 70 and sunny. So Those are my that ain't bad. Sorry about that, Chris. We just Mike had the wrong headphones and I had them turned off. That's not a good thing. So, Chris, what's the news uh, with you? So I, I'm actually, I'm, well, I'm actually calling. Uh, you guys keep calling this country a democracy. We are not a democracy. Republic, Republic yes. Never have been. Yeah, we never have been. We're, we're a constitutional republic, and the best example I can give is if 50% plus one voted to shut down your podcast do you think that's okay uh depends will i get more sleep you're right that that's a democracy majority rule and just because a majority says something they can't take away our rights so that's why we're not a democracy there you go they're trying their best though they're working really hard on that. They are. They, they want us to be a democracy because I think they can convince a majority of people to vote for that progressive socialist communist bend. But, That's why we need yeah. a duplicate slate of electors, Tom. That's why you need a duplicate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean like the Trump area? The Trump era? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Works for me. You know what amazes me about, about politics? Why are you guys so locked in? It just amazes me. Whether it's Democrat, Republican, liberal, who gives a shit? None of them give a rat's ass about you. None of them. Oh, that's 100% right. Yeah, they don't. They're they're all in it for themselves. Exactly. uh, Part of it is funny, but the bigger bigger part of it is ego. They, They want that power and that ego trip of controlling us and... Yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, you know, I got in closing. I got to tell you, and everybody's talking about Ron DeSantis running for a president as the new Republican. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who almost lost to Gillum, who just got charged with 27 felonies. <laughs> 27 yeah. or 21? Yeah, Excuse me, it's 21. Trouble. He's got problems. Uh, right all he there. needed was that 22nd, and he <laughs> might have won the election. <laughs> he might have won. You're right. <laughs> But I mean, that's the kind of people we have. You, you, you almost got beat by a twenty-one time felon. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, who believes that fascism doesn't go far enough, he he uh, <laughs> he looks like he's the next guy. Oh, you think so? Oh uh, yeah. If Trump wins, he'll beat DeSantis. He's got the brand familiarity. That's all that matters. I Ooh. don't know. It's 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 interesting because you know now you got close to sixty percent of of the population wants wants to see Trump indicted. Now, that may go down after a while. But Where did you get that, CNN? No, that was, uh, that was there have been a couple, of, actually, there have been a number of polls, and they're all right, like right around that 58%. They want, they, no, they want Trump to be indicted? Yeah, yeah, they believe he should be indicted. Well, didn't he tell the people to go home? They have a recording of him saying, just go home. Yeah, well, they also... I look, I'm not trying to defend no. Trump here, but I'm just trying to look well, at that the Well, that was, of course, after... Uh, he spent almost three hours sitting in a chair chuckling and saying, maybe these people are right. Maybe Mike Pence should be hanged. <laughs> Did so, he actually say that? Yes, absolutely. They have that recorded. Uh, I don't know if it's recorded, but there are witnesses who are Republicans. Yeah, once again, you can't believe any politician any time. Well, they're not like, actually like all politicians who have Bill said Bar. that. What was that? Like yes. that well, if, if there's not a re- 
Yeah, but if there's something. not a recording of it, I want to hear the inflection in his voice because ah, if he was saying it sarcastically, sure, of course. I mean, these I don't, people I don't are very sarcastic when it comes to that. All right, Chris, way to start a firestorm, you pill. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I thanks, like it. That's thanks what we a lot. Be doing. Have a good day, sir. Bye. I like it when people say, well, Trump was, Trump, of course, used to say this a lot. Well, I, you know, I was just kidding. It was a joke. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Are you familiar with any time ever that Trump ever said something jokingly? No. I'm not either. No, the man I has cannot. no sense of humor. No, you're right. He does not have a sense of humor. You're right about that. But I, once again, I just, I'm in kind of a tough spot because if I make a statement, both sides think I'm going after them. I, I'm not. No, I'm pretty skillful, actually. I'm not, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that, though. I got to be honest with you. You're like the, what's her name, Epstein's girlfriend. Oh, she, oh Jelaine oh, Maxwell. Yeah. Both the left and the right are scared it? of her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't know. Jelaine, is that how she's I think it's Jelaine, isn't it? I think it is. I, yeah. I guess I, I've never so. heard it pronounced. So I think it's sure. Jelaine, yeah, she's, but I'm not sure. She's going to do, what, 30 years? Uh, that's what they're thinking, yeah. yeah. She do a little longer than that. You think all the young women she set up? Well, 30 years, she just about do it for. Well, that's true. She's yeah. got to be, what, 50-something? Let's see. She's got to be mid-50s. Clo- I think she's close to 60. Oh, she? she is 60. Oh, she yeah. is 60. Yeah, oh, she's yeah born you're right. Christmas. That'll do it. She'll be harmless at 90. <laughs> I <laughs> I would not so. necessarily. You never know. And plus, 30 years of eating that prison food. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's going to be tough. So I do have a question for you guys, and I'm not, not trying to stir the pot or start fires or whatever, but why is it that human beings need to lock in on one idea or ideal? Because it's easy. And if you get them to try, try to get them to sway, they get really pissed off about it. What is that? I well, don't get it. I, it's always been like this, I think, but yeah, it's it just has. gotten worse. And that we're, look, it's, it's like a, two football teams. Mm-hmm. But how can you be so, so locked you, in on if that? If you took a... Everybody in the Senate, and you stripped away their party affiliation and just sat down and asked them what they think yeah, they should do yeah. to help the country, you right. would probably find a lot of stuff that you'd agree with from people that... I agree. Because it's a football game, you'd go, F you, you crazy donkey, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know? I mean, it takes a very long time to uh, to see what everyone on in Congress believes individually. Yeah. It oh, takes yeah. very little time to just look at the R or the D and that's say, right. I don't like you. Yeah, well, that's well, right. Yeah, that's true. You know, the other thing is that because they, the parties are funded by different sources. Right. I mean, the the NRA, which is really just a just just a way of saying the gun manufacturers, yes. they, they have they have more power over Congress than than probably any senator. Well, Supreme Court I think believe and now the Supreme Court. Yeah, now the yeah, Supreme Court. Right. Yeah. I don't. I see. I just don't understand how anybody can like any politician. I don't understand. They're the biggest phony bastards on earth. Every one of them. And we got two of them coming in next week on Carson. I know. Well, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Particularly Ex- Pat and Ryan. Except those, I mean, guys. Except those no, no, two guys. No, no. Those two particularly. Other than Ryan Winkler and Pat Garoppolo. And Pat Garoppolo, our buddies. The rest of them suck. <laughs> and that damn Jimmy Francis. Don't and forget Jimmy Francis. Jimmy Francis. This is like life for Brian. What have the Romans ever done for us? Well, we've got the libraries. Oh, the libraries and the viaducts and the straits received from the public school. Other than that. Okay, let me put it this way. So how about national politicians? Okay. There, we'll go with national politics. Yeah, it's pretty fair. Because I, I started out, my mother was an ardent Democrat, and I was a Democrat for many, many years, and then they went after me, so I got pissed off at them, so I tried to be a Republican, and I was that for a while, and that didn't work out either. So basically, I'm a man without a home. 
A man without a country, Mike. See, my problem with it's them is that easy. most of them are just really good salespeople. Yeah. To be a politician, oh, you're you absolutely have to be. Right. And you're constantly raising money and trying to sway people over. And as a, as a salesperson, we're all laydowns for salespeople. Yeah. It's just like we're the worst well, negotiators you know, ever. That's a good well, point. And, and a, a lot of point. them are just cowards. Well, it's, I said they're yeah. salespeople. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's redundant. real nice. Now, I just really wish we could just calm the hell down for me. And I'm talking to even myself. Like I said, I just – but I've been burned so many times by these politicians. Well, you know, I, I think we could do that if we could take the money out of politics. Yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's my problem with it all, Mike. It's they're so they're bought so easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, asked Pat yeah. Groffo that very question a year ago when he was in here, and his response was, "This is one of the reasons I like the guy." He says, "Trying to take money out of politics is like trying to take the stink out of shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. there you have it. Well, it, it wasn't always that way. Yeah. No. Wasn't well, one it? of the most uh, no. harmful decisions I think in the history of this country goes to social media. And that's the formation of super PACs. Oh, yeah. Right. So oh, right absolutely. now, a PAC oh, means God. you can only donate so much money to a politician before it becomes illegal. Direct. Which makes sense. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. But with a super PAC, what you can do is a politician wants to run, so they'll run, and then they'll have their friend over at, you know, whatever gigantic corporation buy a couple million Twitter followers for them. Yeah. Yep. Because that's perfectly legal. You can do mm-hmm. that, yep. no problem. Yep. Uh, get them all the likes, get them trending all over the place, and now everyone's like, oh, this guy's trending. He must be very good at his job. <sighs> so and then filthy. they vote for him. It's so yeah. filthy. It's well, unbelievable. You know, I mean, money is speech. Corporations are people. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Citizens United. Citizens I mean, United. I, that was the case that, yeah. Just, Br- brilliant marketing, by the way. It's right up there with the Patriot Act. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Whatever happened to the Patriot Act? Oh, it's well, still there. I guess it, they I don't need it anymore, like six really. six or seven Super Bowls since 9-11, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think we'll, pretty well. we'll ever wise up enough to start a couple more parties? Or like Italy, just have 45 different political parties? <laughs> I just love Italy just for that. one member of each in one Congress. Member there you go. Well, you know, I, 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 I like what they're what they're what what the Republicans want to do in Texas. I think it's a win-win for everyone. What do they want to do? Well, what they want to secede from the Union. That's the official, oh, that's right. They do. I, it's right. the I official, that every year, it's the official platform they do say of the Republican year. Party. It's hilarious. In Texas. So, but that, I mean, who wouldn't be in favor of that? Well, I still don't understand why everybody's okay with the fact that a quarter million people are crossing our border illegally, constantly. We can't afford that. What are we doing? Now, we need an awful lot of them, too, though. Why do we need a law? Because we need workers. Well, could we get them to come in legally? That'd be nice. Well, yes, I we could. Yes. Why don't we do that? Well, because we can't. Why can't we? <laughs> you said we could, and I said we can't. That's exactly you right. Liar, <laughs> liar, Gelfand. Oh God, we got to get going here. Stop talking to me, Gelfand, right now. <laughs> you think I made a good point, Peter? I think you did. I'm just, just observing it all. Well, let me just say this on the way out. There are just there are a few that uh, that's not true about. Democrats and Republicans, I have endorsed both sides, and as soon as he got elected, I never heard from them again. Oh, is that right? That is a fact. And that's all Democrats. Well, we used to do that on the show. We used to have local politicians yeah, come in on the show and you know, mm. talk, never about, talk about how much we need unity and that sort of well, thing. Well, remember when there was a point-counterpoint component? 
Yeah. Jane, you ignorant slut. But <laughs> which I like. But but yeah, the point counterpoint that's gone away. Now you yeah. have to go to your right. station and you you you, yep. you align with that that yep. whatever that media is and well, that's the FCC I th- I think it was the FCC used to mandate counterpoints for all positions on the news. Yep. They yeah. got they got right. rid of that ages well, ago. Yeah, it was in the Reagan era. Reagan during the Reagan era, right? Yeah, yep. because it was the fair and balanced doctrine. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and in theory and they dumped yep. it so Rupert theory, Murdoch could a, open Fox News. There you In theory even a show like the morning show in theory, you know, a Republican comes in and talks, and a Democrat can say, "Okay, now I'm going to come in." Yeah, and right. you have to let him do it. Yeah, but that just all went away. God, I don't know. Yeah, it did. Like 25, 30 years ago. I think it was about 25, probably 30 at years least ago, right? 30. Yeah. I, had to, I had to cart up PSAs back in my day at the station. It's like you got to put the PSAs at equal cop for, for both sides. Isn't yep. that amazing? Yeah. yeah. We got to take a break. Because got car sells. Who's the host of that again? I am. Oh, that son of a. Dougie. I'm ready to rip. He's ready to go, baby. <laughs> we'll be right back.